Hi, I'm John Marn. I'm here today with Mike Capuccio, founder of NETR Inc., a heating and cooling company in Massachusetts with a focus on Mitsubishi ductless heating and cooling products. Today we're talking about ductless mini split systems in new construction. Welcome, Mike. Good morning, John. How are you today? Good, thanks. So, uh, Mike, do you recommend installing a ductless mini split system when a new house is being constructed? Absolutely, John. We've done many homes like that, and it's not even really just from a ductless side. You can also add the ducted air handlers as well. So we have multiple options of what we can do in a home. But um, I think you're going to see over the next probably one year to 10 years that you're going to be seeing that this is going to become probably the only option that you're going to have for your homes moving forward with new construction. Because if if the new green deal does get passed, which it looking like it, it possibly will, but I mean, everything is moving to electrification now today. I mean, look at your automobiles, look at solar, look at wind, look at what we're trying to do. We're trying to move fossil fuels away from the homes now. And, you know, that includes, hey, we're building a new home now. And I see new homes getting built all the time with ductless products and ducted products and more what I'm going to call... Um, variable flow refrigerant systems where you know you're using air source heat pumps i'm going to say is probably more the word versus a ductless mini split system it's mm-hmm. going to be it's an air source heat pump is what we're actually putting into the homes now and it's going to be it already is moving towards something this market is exploding in the united states with electrification and it's going to keep moving forward i don't see it going backwards at all moving forward with the construction it's absolutely a viable option. Um, You look at the way homes are being built today, they're being built a lot tighter, better insulation, better windows, better roofing, you know, tighter envelopes. Everything is a tight, tight envelope when they build the home and, you know, the heat losses. I mean, I mean, when I look back at running a heat load on a home, probably, you know, let's call it 40 years ago when I first got into this business and I was 20 years old. I mean, you'd run a heat load based on certain criteria and, you know, you'd see that a home would maybe come out to, you know, 20 or 30 BTUs a square foot of heating and cooling that you would need in homes. And now I've seen it as low as four and five BTUs per square foot. And what, you know, what's a, why is that happening? It's happening because the envelopes of homes, you know, when, you know, when we look back, you know, when we were kids, we had a single pane window with storm windows. Now everything is a triple pane window, low E mm-hmm. glass, sun can't get in. We had two by four construction in homes. Now it's two by six with, you know, minimum insulations. When we look at the building codes, they've changed and everything is changing for energy efficiency. The ductwork's insulated better. You know, the, the equipment's become more efficient. It heats better. So, I mean, this is absolutely going to be an exploding market in the new construction market over the next 10 years. Right, right. Yeah, and the distinction that you're making between a, a ductless mini split system and an air source heat pump, they work on that so that same technology, but with the yeah. air source heat pump, uh, what you're saying is you're able to put in a combination of the, the, the indoor wall units and also ducted systems to yeah. say, you know, heat, heat and cool an entire uh, floor, you know, or that sort of thing. Yeah. You're moving, you're moving multiple, you know, people, a ductless mini split is more of, okay, a ductless wall unit with a one unit outside. It was, mm-hmm. it was used, you know, in applications, it's still being used today for spot cooling, spot heating, things like that. But, you know, everything now is going to a bigger condenser outside where it has multiple indoor units on it. And you're basically zoning out the home. I mean, you know, that's the other thing with the new construction market. I mean, I want you to think of this as, you know, I mean, I know the home I grew up in as a kid, you know, split level home, we had one furnace in the basement. We never had air conditioning. We had fans and, 
you know, we had one thermostat on the top floor, you know, on the not top floor, we had a split level hallway. It was up on the second floor in the middle of the hallway. Right. And it was one thermostat for the whole entire home. When you're doing this with an air source heat pump, you are zoning out your home. You know, each bedroom might have its own indoor unit in it, or maybe three bedrooms is one zone and the kitchen's another zone, the dining room, the den, the, the TV room, the theater room. I mean, the, the home office. I mean, everything has its own system basically in it that's running off one system outside. So multiple different temperatures, being able to zone the home for comfort is a lot of what's happening with the new construction because people just don't want that one thermostat with, you know, one area where you have hot right. spots, cold spots. It's, it's probably, you know, I want you to think of this, you know, do you come in your house when you walk in a, a, your home today and do you, do you turn on a switch and every single light comes on in the house? No, you don't do that because it's not efficient. But that's how we heated and cooled our homes back then. When you look at new construction today, it's not like that. You know, do we, do we turn on five burners on the stove to cook, you know, one pot of boil, one pot of water? No, we, we put on one burner. So, when you start looking at what's zoned in your home, there's multiple things that are zoned. You know, your oven is zoned, your refrigerator has a zone, it has a freezer, it has a cooler. And now even with some of the more advanced refrigerators, they have different drawers with different temperatures. And mm-hmm. we're bringing that into the home now because people want to be comfortable. Yeah. And if you're just, if you're home all day in just a home office and maybe you're using the home office in the kitchen and that's the only two rooms yeah. you use in the house, might as well heat or cool those rooms and have it shut off or, or turn very low in the rest Absolutely. of the house. I mean, I have, yeah. I have a unit, my own home and my own office at home. When I work from home, I, you know, I'm, I'm in my office. I have, you know, a couple computers in there. I have the TV on, I have different things on, I, you know, and it gets warm in there. And I mean, I, I close the door. I put on my ductless unit. I have a ductless unit in there and it has multiple zones in my house, but I have the other zones turned off, saving energy and not air conditioning all parts of the home in the summertime. And, you know, even sometimes in the wintertime, my room gets too hot in there because of all the heat being thrown off from the equipment. And I put the air conditioning on in the wintertime in there. So, you know, there are sometimes where people do need cooling in the wintertime. So there's multiple different applications of new homes, but, you know, that's what you're seeing now from comfort levels of what's going to happen. So, Right. What are some of the differences in terms of installing an air source heat pump system in a new construction versus going into an existing home and changing the heating and air conditioning over to an air source heat pump? Well, in well, new construction, let's talk about first, and then we'll get into the existing home in a second. But the new construction, the advantages you have to that are 99% of the time, you're not going to put any piping on the outside of the homes. You won't have any slim duck or that white plastic running on the outside of your home because we can put all of that in the walls at this time. We can put the drains in the walls, put the electrical in the walls. And sometimes we can even recess the units into the walls. Most wall units or even the floor mount units that we use, they can be recessed into the wall about two to three inches. So instead of having eight inches sticking out, you can get it down to four or five, maybe six. And it looks a lot neater because it's recessed into the wall at that point if we're working with the builders to do that. So you know, from a new construction standpoint, you can hide many, many things, keep the piping inside the home, um, run it down through walls, run it down through chases. We do this a lot in, in Boston, a lot in the city where, you know, I'm going to call them new construction because these are homes built in the 18s and 1900s. But from a new construction standpoint, I was in one the other day where you had a four-story brownstone home and I walked into it and I just looked up and it was a big empty shell. So they basically had the brick on all four sides, but nothing, nothing in the home, empty. 
So now they build the home inside of the brick shell, and it's a brand-new brownstone home. And that's when we're going in there, doing a rough, running everything in, perfect solution for what we're doing. You know, and then I've seen, you know, we've done new homes too as well with stick construction and we're running things in there. Um, the good thing a lot of times with new construction is when you're using an air handler and you are going to use a combination of ductwork and, you know, possibly wall mount units or floor mount units or ceiling recess units as well. You know, you're working with a nice wide open space. You've got, you know, wood that can be altered to, you know, if you want to, you know, have an opening for a certain indoor unit or an outdoor unit. Running ductwork is much easier because all the space is open. You know, you're just putting in registers and boxes. You're doing a rough ductwork and, you know, maybe in a knee wall or an attic or something like that. It's, it's, it's much faster and easier to work in a new construction standpoint than it is from an existing home. When, you know, when you get into the older existing homes now, and you're installing an air source heat pump in there and you know maybe you're doing a let's take a system that maybe has wet heat you have radiators or um, baseboard running around there and let's say it's an old oil system for the sake of discussion for today's podcast is that you know we might go up into the attic and put a ducted unit and you know hit the top floor all the three bedrooms with a uh, air handler and then downstairs put two wall units but you know we've got to really look at okay how are we going to get the piping to the outdoor unit outside where might a branch box go in the attic or the garage um, you know, you nine times out of 10, you're probably going to have some piping on the outside of the home unless we have some closets or chases that might line up to get down into the basement or, you know, into a garage of some sort. But, you know, most times you are going to end up with some type of piping on the outside of the home and drains at that point. So, you know, there's, there's definitely from a, from a new construction standpoint, it's going to be a much cleaner installation on the outside of the home. Right. So with that new construction, you're able to kind of hide some of that duct work because you can install a lot of that stuff before you, you know, close yeah. up the walls and most, things like that. Yeah. Not most times, John, we're going in when the framing is being done right after you're going in like, okay, when everyone's doing the rough, like plumbers are doing the rough, they're putting in the rough plumbing pipes in the walls, they're putting the rough electrical wall, the rough electrical in the walls. And we have a system devised that, you know, how we actually go in and sometimes, most times we will hang a piece of blue board on the wall where a wall unit's going to go if, if that's the, the necessary indoor piece of equipment that's been chosen. And we will actually mount the plate on the wall and drill our holes and get everything. So when, when the construction is completed, we're coming back and putting the indoor unit up onto the wall or down on the floor at that point or something at that point. So all depends on you know what what's happening, but new is, new construction is a much cleaner installation from a piping and ductwork perspective because you've got a lot of wide open spaces. You get into you know the older homes and you're working in an attic. Sometimes people have so much stuff in their attic you can't get to certain areas, or you know a lot of times you get into these homes that were built in the 40s and 50s too, and a lot of the ceilings they're more of like a almost cement sheetrock, I guess I'm going to call it where. Mm about an inch thick where you've got to cut it with a buzzsaw and you've got metal in between there and you know cutting these holes for the vents and the ceiling are, are very tedious it, it's very you know very dirty work a lot of salt a lot of um dust gets involved a lot of dust containment's got to be done so you know new new construction's cleaner sometimes than, than existing homes 
Right. So if anybody is considering, you know, building a new home, do you think that they should absolutely consider putting in a, a an air source heat pump oh, yeah. system for, for, for heating and cooling? Probably going to be multiple systems you're probably going to install because, I mean, we, even when you look at the homes today that are being built, I mean, you know, most homes today aren't 1,500 square feet, 2,000 square foot homes that are being built today. It seems like those are the homes getting torn down and they're building a five or 6,000 square foot home. So, yeah. That's when you got to look at, you know, okay, what are we going to install? How are we going to do it? How's it going to be zoned out? I mean, I'm seeing a lot of um, even housing complexes now that are being built. I saw a a job in Boston the other day that was going on where it was, I think, two or 300 housing units being built in Boston that were all being done with the SOC pumps today. Wow. You know, so they're electrifying. They're, you know, these cities are electrifying things. They're getting away from gas, getting away from oil, and you know, they're moving to electrification. And and the other thing too, you know, with new construction, you've also got to be looking at your rebates too, because if you're not putting in a furnace in a new construction home, you're going to fall into those mass save rebates of you know probably somewhere upwards of around ten thousand, maybe even more, depending on what you're doing, because you're not putting the fossil fuel in there, and then. You know, you got to look at how you're going to heat the water too as well. I mean, air source water heaters are becoming a big, big thing. I'm seeing multiple Mm -hmm. manufacturers now coming out with, you know, air source heat pump water heaters. I saw one the other day. I don't want to mention any, you know, manufacturers, but there are some of them now that have the DB rating on them. They're as low as 50 DB as far as sound level goes. And they're actually pretty sleek looking. Some of them look like a little refrigerator and the actual water heater goes in the space where people live. And it looks like mm-hmm. an appliance and you'd say, oh, what's that? And oh, that's my water heater. You know, so we're seeing a lot of different technology today. I mean, I can imagine what things are going to look like in the next 10 years. I mean, I think it's just this is just a, a growing, growing electrification market. I mean, you know, look back 10 years ago with electric cars and look where we're at today. I mean, I'm watching commercials now with Ford on TV with, you know, electric vans and service vans. And this is not far away. This is this is not not far away. You know, it's it's a changing world and they want you know things to be a lot cleaner than what we're doing you know everything is going to go to the you know net zero and carbon you know neutral carbon neutral footprints and i mean that's all you're hearing about today and you know with their source heat pumps i'm seeing many communities now are all gathering together and you know there i was on a call last week where there's a there's an alliance that was put together out in the concord lexington area where there's a group of people that are helping homeowners and trying to get them to you know electrify their homes so you're going to see it it's not not see it i'm seeing it <laughs> right absolutely all right well that's really great information mike thanks again for speaking with me today John, thank you and have a good holiday you too and for more information visit the netr website at netrinc.com or call 781-933-NETR. That's 781-933-6387.